The Trump administration has laid out its plan for overhauling banking rules, calling on the government to ease, though not eliminate, many of the restrictions that were imposed on Wall Street after the financial crisis. Joining us is Nathan Dean, government analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Nathan, what are some of the most important parts of the plan? So the, I think the most important part of the plan is the recognition that Treasury knows that they can roll back Dodd-Frank via the regulatory process. And they highlight this report was only for the depository institutions, so it, it talked about things like capital requirements, the Volcker rule. But what the report laid out was is that you know we can gut or we can you know tweak a lot of Dodd Frank via the regulatory process, and we can do it without Congress's input. And so uh, I think it's a great blueprint. It can show the path of Dodd Frank, uh, but you know just just remember that it, it takes the financial regulators to actually implement this, and that's going to take a lot of time. So tell us some of the major rules that it's aimed at. So this report really put in great detail uh, a lot about capital requirements and liquidity requirements. So uh, it called for the net stable funding ratio proposal to be indefinitely delayed. It changed, uh, called for changes to how uh, the liquidity coverage ratio is put in place. All these big bank capital requirements. You know, in the United States, uh, there's a lot of banks, uh, there's eight banks that are considered GSIBs, uh, and they have this additional GSIB surcharge. And so the Treasury report said that we're going to ask the regulators to look into this. Now, we expect those rules to be tweaked over time, but you know, what the one, one thing the report didn't do is it just said didn't get, it didn't say just get rid of the rules. And so this was a very measured and uh, I think reasonable approach to how they're going to tackle Dodd-Frank. But again, the, the downside to the report is it's going to take years to implement all this. How is it different from the bill passed by the House Republicans last week? So the bill that was passed last week is the House Financial. This is the Financial Choice Act. It was the kitchen sink bill. Uh, you know, this was the one that would gut Dodd Frank. And so there are a lot of elements in here that the Democrats just won't go with, and that's why this bill is dead on arrival when it goes to the Senate. This report said, okay, fine, so we're going to keep Dodd-Frank as it is, but we're going to look at the regulations that have been put in place under Dodd-Frank, and we're going to ask the regulatory agencies, which by mid-2018 are going to be under Donald Trump's influence, we're going to ask the regulators to look at these regulations and begin tweaking things to make it a little bit better. You know, a lot of the financial services industry has been coming out and saying, don't repeal Dodd-Frank, just tweak it, make things a little bit better. Uh, obviously, there are some big points in here where the banks just want to get rid of the rule, and that's what they would prefer, but... But this Treasury report essentially was something that both the big banks and the small banks like. Uh, and so I, it's, it's something that I think the, uh, the industry expects to happen. It's just going to take a lot of time. Democrats who say that Dodd-Frank is vital for Wall Street to be kept in check criticize the report. Do they have a point? Well, you know, they criticized the report, and I think they're going to continue to criticize the report. But, you know, about two-thirds, about 75 percent of this report, you know, they can do without Congress's input. And so if I'm a, you know, we put out a note to our clients this morning saying that, you know, if we expect the Democrats to actually begin negotiating over Dodd-Frank, maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Because, you know, if I'm at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and Richard Cordray leaves and Donald Trump puts his own person in place, they can do a lot of damage to the CFPB and there's nothing the Democrats can do to stop this. So, you know, this report could be an incentive for the Democrats to begin negotiations. You know, and Senator uh, Mike Crapo, who's chairman of the ranking, or the chairman of the Senate Banking Committee, a Republican, even just told Bloomberg News a couple minutes ago that uh, this is a great starting point, but they're going to have their own legislation out sometime this fall. That's the legislation we're telling our clients to look at because the Democrats probably will start negotiating on it. 
You mentioned how long it's going to take. Let's go into that a little bit longer because there are scores of regulations that would have to be rewritten, and it's a long process not only to rewrite but also getting them approved. Talk about the process. Yeah, so there's really three things to point out. The first step that we expect from the regulators are changes to compliance. There's these things called no-action letters, interpretive guidance. More on the technical side, that's something the regulators can do fairly quickly. If you're a compliance officer, this is what you care about. The regulation still remains on the books. Next thing is changing the actual regulation. Regulators have to follow the Administrative Procedures Act. They have to put out a proposal. They have to have a comment period. They have to have a cost-benefit analysis. The quickest I've ever seen it done is nine months. The third thing to put in play is that, you know, the Federal Reserve, uh, and Janet Yellen remains in the, at the Fed until February of 2018, the Federal Reserve is so much involved in a lot of these big bank rules. So if I'm at the Volcker Rule, for example, and it's a five-agency rule, OCC, Fed, FDIC, SEC, CFTC, you really need the Fed on your side to, you know, change the Volcker Rule. And if Janet Yellen says no, uh, you know, it could be pushed out to mid-2018. You have to go through the Administrative Procedures Act. It could be 2020 before the changed regulation actually begins to impact the banks. Nathan, about 30 seconds. How much pushback do you expect from consumer advocates? Well, I think the consumer advocates are going to continue to push back. Um, you know, this Treasury report is the long-term game, so I think a lot of their focus is going to be on the Senate. You know, this Senate bill that's expected this fall, that's where a lot of the action is going to be because the quickest thing to do anything in terms of rolling back Dodd-Frank, it's an act of Congress. So I would expect the consumer advocates to spend most of their time up on the Hill. And on the whole, how do you how do you view this this these rules favorable to banks? The the report definitely is favorable to banks. I think this is something that they've been wanting for a while. It's the first time we've seen a policy statement that says you know we've heard from the banking industry. There's a lot of banks that provided input to this report, uh, and I think this is something that the banks have said you know this is the first time a policymaker has actually heard our concerns uh, and somewhat agree with us. All right. Thank you for being on Bloomberg Law. That's Nathan Dean, government analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence.